Bright Lights Podcast. I'm your host, Deegs, joined as always by my two co-hosts, Mahoney. What's up, guys? And PT. How are you guys doing? Uh, On today's episode, we're going to give you guys a little recap of last week, um, our picks, who got the most right, who got the most wrong. Then we're going to go into our Week 14 NFL picks, and at the very end, we're going to talk a little bit of baseball, some signings, some trade rumors, all that fun stuff. We don't want to waste your time or our time, so we're going to jump right into this. Mahoney, go ahead, baby. All right, so just like Deegs said, we're going to jump into the results from Week 13. Kind of shocking, actually, but uh, Deegs is pulling away right away with a 10-6 and record last week. Kind of impressive. Then I'm sticking there at 8-8, uh, eight and eight, 500, you know. Got to be proud being average. And then uh, our NFL analyst over here at uh, Bright Lights Podcast, uh, PT, is 7-9. Uh, but I think he'll bounce back next week. I think uh, it's going to go well for him. Um, PT. I sure hope so. My goodness. Yeah, I hope so also. That's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Pats versus Vikings, PT. Had to pick the Vikings, huh? Yeah, it, it was a bold pick. It was my bold pick for that week, but we'll, yeah. we'll move on. Uh, yeah. Week 14, we've got, some, we've got some good games. Uh, there's some good conference games going in there, so we'll start right off. Uh, we'll start off with tonight's game. Um, Jags and Titans. We just talked about it last week. Jags scored six points, um, and they're going into Tennessee. Uh, it could be a good game. I think both teams are still kind of – it's going to be that average good game that the, everyone sees once in a while. Um, I picked the Jags winning just because I feel like they're on a roll right now. Even though they did score six points, the Titans aren't playing very well, and just um, that defense is starting to come around. See, I have the Titans winning for that reason that you just said. The Jags did not put up a lot of points last week. I understand the Titans are struggling, but I just don't see the Jags putting up numbers this week. And therefore, I see the Titans winning tonight. Yeah, uh, divisional game. Uh, you know, in the AFC, the Titans are still in the playoff race. So, it's kind of a big game for them at home against their uh, divisional opponent. I got Jacksonville winning. Um, their defense is going to be too much for Mariota. It's been too much for Mariota in the past when they when these two teams have matched up. So, I'm going to take Jacksonville. Yeah, and... and- the Titans really don't have that many weapons. You got Corey Davis, and they'll just put Jalen Ramsey right on him, and he'll be taken away tonight, unfortunately. For my fans. Yeah, mine and, and fans. Yeah, it's, it's going to be rough. Not for mine, though. I've got a Burton or a Graham, so not looking too good on uh, my side of things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, we'll move on to Sunday's games. We'll start off with the noon games. Uh, we got our first one, Panthers at the Browns. Uh, Panthers are playing like garbage. Yep, um, complete dog shit, they just, actually. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just lost Greg Olson. Um, they're screwed. Uh, Former Bear. I think the Browns are going to win. Yeah, there was shit ton of picks coming up in, these, in this draft. They're, they're going to be good again. Yeah, real soon. Or not again for the first time ever, actually. Yeah. We've got another interesting game coming up with the Ravens at the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs kind of had a close game last week. It is at Arrowhead. Um, for my sole reason why it's at Arrowhead, I think... Uh, the Chiefs will win. Uh, Lamar Jackson's kind of been on a he's, – he's been playing decent, I think, and uh, he's kind of he's kind of proved some people wrong so far. But I still think uh, that high-powered offense, even with Hunt missing, is, is going to be too much for the Ravens' defense to handle. Yeah, and I'm definitely one of the people that Lamar Jackson has been proving wrong. He has been a lot better than I thought he was going to be. But I still think the Chiefs come out on top. Uh, this is probably a pretty hard one for me to pick because I really, 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 really want the Chiefs to win. Yeah. You know, with Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Um, I'm going to go a little bit on a limb here and pick the Ravens. Okay. I, I mean, I could definitely see it. They're hot. Uh, if there's a defensive football that I think could slow down 
Patty Mahomes and that offense. It's, it's the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Jackson's 3-0. and He's been playing well. Gus mm-hmm. Edwards, they have a running game now. So I'll probably be wrong on this one, even though I really hope I'm you wrong. You were right about one. the Chargers-Steelers last week. I really hope I'm wrong on this one, but I'm going to go Baltimore. Hey, I can see it too, man. It's, it's, it really could happen. Our next one is uh, Colts at Texans. This was kind of uh, – Texans moved up into my top five for a reason. They, they look really good right now. They're playing really well. Um, there's a certain swag coming out of that uh, locker room that's just showing, and I think uh, with the Colts putting up zero points last week to the Jaguars, it's, it just I think it's going to loom over their heads in this game, and Texans are just going to destroy them at home. Yeah, and uh, I got a bone to pick with Andrew Luck over here, my quarterback for fantasy, who had a nice week a couple weeks ago on my bench, looking pretty nice, and I put him in, and he gives me nine points. Uh, Andrew Luck, I don't appreciate that at all, dog, so... For that reason, pretty much, I have the Texans just completely destroying the Colts this week. Another divisional game. Luck did struggle last week against very good Jacksonville defense, regardless of how terrible the Jags have been this year. Um, he's been playing at an MVP level all year. That being said, this this Houston Texans team is as hot as anybody in football. They've mm-hmm. won nine straight games. They're going to make it ten straight, beat the Colts here at home, solidify themselves as one of the best teams in the AFC. So, yeah, I'm going Texans, too. Definitely agree. Yeah, the next one we got uh, is the Pats at Miami. Um, it's another game that's going to be kind of – the Pats are in my top five. They're number four right now. Um, Tom Brady's got all of his wide receivers with Josh Gordon and uh, Gronk and Edelman. They're looking good right now. They're, they're kind of one of the teams that are flying under the radar, not because of what they're, – they're, they're just not producing as much as everyone kind of expects Tom Brady to produce. Um Miami's kind of gone silent down there. I don't think we've heard much from them or what's, no, what's gone down. Not the last couple of years, um, honestly, yeah. And it's, it doesn't help that they're going, the Pats are going somewhere to play warm. Um, so that's why I think the Pats are just going to outplay Miami. Yeah, I definitely agree that the Pats are going to win. Um, I mean, we could see Miami pull something out. I mean, last week was a really weird week in games and everything. But uh, I just don't see that happening. I see the Pates winning. and just Yeah, I think they're going to win big in Miami. I'm going to go New England too, but it's kind of with an asterisk because if you look at the Pats' schedule the last three years, every time they go to Miami, they've lost. Uh, last year, they actually lost to Miami. They didn't have Gronk, but, you know, that Dolphins team last year was terrible. They're not that good this year. They have struggled through a lot of injuries. Xavier Howard, their number one corner, is not playing this week. So I would expect Gordon to pretty much go off against this team. Um, I think it'll be a close game, or it'll start out close, just like that Jets game did for New England a few weeks ago. But ultimately, the Pats will blow them out and win this game. Agreed. Yeah, I agree on that, too. Next one we got is Giants at Redskins. Uh, hurts to say, Giants beat my Bears. They did beat them. Bears played awful. Um, Redskins also lost last week. Um, they are, they're down to Mark Sanchez. Um, wow. Marky Mark. And, Mark. And, baby. I think I have the Giants winning. Uh, if you feed Saquon, you, you guys are going to win. So I got the Giants winning. I believe they're going to they're gonna give the ball to him a lot. I also have the Giants winning uh, just because Mark Sanchez hasn't really played in a com- very competitive level in two three years. Um, it's going to be tough to be facing a Giants team that's come off a big win. Uh, yeah, I have the Giants winning. And uh, I actually want to talk about, uh, did you guys see Mark Sanchez's uh, interview? Um, where the uh, reporter was just trying to he was trying to tear him apart. Yeah. Mark Sanchez just went right back at him, and he's a good guy. He's, he's a great guy. Mark Sanchez, very good guy. When he was in his prime. 
the Jets were going like fourteen and two back. No, I know. Year. Yeah. In so. that, I think in that division, I think he took a snap for every team. I'm pretty sure I heard a stat. I'm pretty yeah, sure he took a snap for good. every team in he that, in the that division. At one point, he played for Dallas. He did. I, I, I don't know if he played for the Giants, but I would assume. I think he might have. I actually. think he did. I, but you I, know what? Do you know he played for the Bears last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Crazy. Um, it sucks what happened with the Redskins because it looked like they were going to be the clear yeah. favorites for that division. Yeah. Um, I got the Giants winning. Uh, this is probably going to be the shittiest game all week. <laughs> probably like fourteen to like ten or something like that. <laughs> Uh, the Redskins do have a good front seven, no matter, like, even if their offense is terrible. Their defense is good. Um, Saquon will probably go off. He's going to have to work for it, though. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to pick the Giants. <coughs> they came off a big win against the Bears. Redskins are down right now. Momentum's a huge thing, so. Yeah, huge thing. I'm going to go with the Giants. Same. All right, next one we got is Saints at Bucks. This was a huge shock to the football world. Saints lost to the Cowboys. Um, I to be honest, I didn't see the Saints losing the rest of the year, um, but they did it. And then the Bucks, the Bucks played pretty well last week too. Um, yeah. Jameis Winston finally had a decent game this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I don't think that's gonna be enough though. I think the Saints bounce back and they kind of they show what's show them what's up. Yeah, I don't think Drew Brees is the kind of quarterback to kind of fold after a loss like that. I think he's gonna come out strong and really lead the Saints to victory. And uh, I think the Saints are gonna win this week. Yeah, um, another divisional game. We've seen a lot of divisional games this week. I'm going to go Saints, too, just because they lost to Dallas. They're going to come out firing on all cylinders. That team does not want to lose to another below-average team again. Um, Jameis looks good last week. They pulled off a pretty big win against a good team in Carolina, but I'm going to go with New Orleans. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, next game we got is Falcons at Packers. This was kind of my game that's on my – on my radar this week, um, we know that Mike McCarthy got fired and Aaron Rodgers is kind of playing really bad recently. Yeah. Um, I expect him to bounce back, new coaching change, hopefully kind of gets a lights of fire under his ass and just kind of hopefully prove some people wrong, even though I'm a Bears fan. I, I kind of That's going to be my game to watch to see how they react to a new coaching, new coach in their uh, front off, front office. Yeah, um, I don't know how the Packers are going to bounce back from it. It's tough to come back with a new coach. Uh, I'm already seeing it with my Bulls. Not uh, not starting off too hot after Hoiberg's well, gone. That's because the Bulls are terrible. Okay, all right. We're, so we're not going to talk about basketball right now in the Bulls. Um, but the Packers being at, in college in Wisconsin, we're kind of really seeing the environment with the, pa- the Packers. Exactly. And it's just completely gone downhill. And uh, it's not looking good for the Packers. And I think the Falcons are going to come out. I actually haven't even announced my pick yet. I think I've actually picked the Falcons to win last week, and their defense is just garbage. And I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to pick them apart. Yeah, so and I, I meant the Falcons if I said the Packers. I meant the Falcons. This is going to be, like PT said, a really interesting game to watch. Um, I hope it's actually on CBS on national television so we can actually watch it. I mean, we're in, we're, we're in Wisconsin, so we probably will be able to watch yeah, it. Yeah, we'll be able to watch it. But um, two teams that are struggling this year, definitely underachieving. Um, the Falcons dealt with a lot of injuries at the, at the beginning of the year to that secondary, so that surely hasn't helped them. Now you got Julio might not play this week. He's questionable. Ooh. Yeah, it hurts um, him big time. In terms of Green Bay, their defense is terrible. They just lost Mike Daniels and Nick Perry to IR, two of their bigger impact players. Um, McCarthy's fired, gone, like he should be. See you later, buddy. Future coach of the Cleveland Browns. I can't wait. Uh, I, I got Green Bay winning this game. I think Rodgers is going to go nuts. Yeah. Uh, he needs to go nuts. He needs to. to. He needs that, to like, yeah. It's not him. It's the system and all that stuff. So, 
is going to pick that defense apart. And even though the Packers season is ultimately over, I think you're going to see them playing some good football down the stretch. I agree. Our last noon game, we've got the Jets at the Bills. I, I'm actually going to double-check you, and I'm going to say this is going to be the shittiest game of the week. Um, Jets have had an awful year, and I think the Bills have also had an awful year. Um, the Bills' defense has showed some promises throughout the year, though. They've, so that's the only re- sole reason why I'm going to have the Bills winning this game. Yeah, same. I have the Bills winning. No real big reason. Um, yeah, the Bills, buddy. They're going to come off the W. Yeah, the only reason why I didn't have this the shittiest game in the week is because you have two young quarterbacks going at each other. Sam Darnold and Josh Allen, two top ten picks. Darnold's getting run into the ground by the Jets organization, but that's a discussion for another time. Um, honestly, this game could go either way because it's two very bad teams playing each other. I'm going to go with the Jets on the road. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't even – I'm just going to pick the Jets. Yeah. It's, it's a toss-up. The, the final score will probably be like 10-7 or something like that. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets. All right, uh, we moved to our afternoon games. We got the uh, Bengals at the Chargers. Chargers had a huge win against Pittsburgh. Um, the Bengals, like I said last week, are hurting. They lost Andy Dalton. Uh, just the Chargers are going to overpower the Bengals. Definitely agree, yeah, especially after losing Dalton. Hurts them a lot. So I think Rivers is going to run up and down that field, and uh, it's going to be a big game for the Chargers, especially after coming back that big win last week. I'm sorry, Deegs, to say it, but they definitely have the momentum going. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the Chargers. I think this is going to be like an absolute massacre. Like you guys said, Jeff Driscoll in the center for Cincinnati, no Andy Dalton. They've lost A.J. Green for the rest of the year, uh-huh. so that hurts. Um, yeah, Dalton and A.J. Green. Yeah, Chargers coming off probably the biggest win in their team's history, or not in their team's history, in the last five years for that team. Yeah. Uh, big win against Pittsburgh, unfortunately. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. They're hot. They're also like Houston, one of the best teams in the AFC, coming out of nowhere. So, yeah, L.A., Blows out Cincinnati. All right. Uh, next afternoon game, we got Broncos at 49ers. 49ers have kind of just been in this, like, hole that they've been digging for a while. Uh, Garoppolo got hurt on a run that he should have just gone out of bounds very easily with. And I think uh, the Broncos are just – they're playing really good again, too. They, they beat Bis- uh, Pittsburgh in a really good uh, game at, at um, Denver, and they just – I think they roll over the 49ers here. Yeah, I think Lindsey's going to have a big game, and the Broncos are going to win. Yeah, Denver loses Emmanuel Sanders. That doesn't help their cause at all. They actually pretty much have to win out to make the playoffs. Still very much in the hunt, though, because the AFC is not very good, unless you're playing against the divisional leaders. Uh, The 49ers are trash. My guy Nick Mullins is not looking good, as he did in his first few games. Even though it's on the road, I'm taking Denver. Patrick Lindsay's going to run all over that defense. They're probably going to throw the ball like 15 times. Max, and yeah, I got Denver winning that game. Agreed. All right, we got another decent game coming up here with the Eagles at the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are on some type of roll. I think they finally got sick and tired of everyone just shitting on them. And yeah. uh, they got Zeke's playing really well right now. And uh, Cooper's really helped out that offense and kind of took in that pressure, yeah. taking that pressure off Dak a little bit. And I feel like it's really helped that whole offense just evolve. Um, I'm not a huge Cowboys fan. Just I never have been. Um, neither have them been the Eagles. Eagles have been really um, disappointing this year, especially after winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I just see the Cowboys are on this roll right now. They, they're kind of on the F everyone, and we're going to beat you kind of kind of roll. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I honestly think this might be the best game of the week, like an underdog best game of the week. Um, we got an Eagles team that's trying to prove themselves. we got a Cowboys team that are really starting to turn the corner and prove themselves. So 
I think the Cowboys are going to come out victorious, but it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good game, too. you got two divisional opponents going at each other. Uh, with the Redskins being shorthanded and the Giants just not being a good football team, this is one of these two teams is winning that division. If Dallas wins this game, they pretty much clinch themselves that division. Obviously not mathematically, but when you have a two-game lead over Philadelphia and you beat Philadelphia twice, it's going to be real hard for the Eagles to clinch that division. Yeah, um, so this game has a lot at stake. Obviously, you have the reigning Super Bowl champs against their hated rivals in Dallas. Like you said, Cooper has added a new dimension to that um, team. It gives Dak a deep threat. I mean, he's played well. He's caught yeah. the football. When he catches the ball, he's a great player. When he, His problem is he drops the ball a shit ton. Uh, mm-hmm. Zeke's playing out of his mind right now. It'll be fun to see him go up against that Eagles front seven like he did that first time. He ate all over them. Yep. Um, last time these two teams played, it was a good game in Philly. I'm going to actually go with the Eagles. They have to win this game or else they're basically eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, Carson Wentz needs to show that he yeah. is the franchise quarterback that the Eagles have, or that everyone's been talking about to be. So I'm going to go Philly on the road against Dallas. I like that pick. I, yeah, think, I think it's bold. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, we got Deegs Steelers at the Raiders. I've heard all week from Deegs. It's a trap game. It's a trap game. It's a trap game. We're going to lose. We're going to lose. Pump the brakes. All right. Yeah, the Raiders scored <laughs> 33 points on the Chiefs. It's, they're, just, they're still, in my mind, the worst team in the NFL. And Juju's going to have a bounce back game. I, I think... This, there's, I don't think there's a way the Steelers can lose this game. I'm sorry, Deegs, but I, I think the Steelers are just going to obliterate the Raiders. Deegs, I love you, buddy, but you're so dumb. <laughs> if you really think the Steelers are going to lose negative this Nelly, game. He's a negative Nelly, negative Nelly Deegs. The Steelers are going to... If the Steelers lose this game, Deegs, I want your Connor jersey. I want it, I want it. Right as the game ends. It's, they're not going to lose. Okay. They're not going to lose. I don't know. Go ahead and talk. I'm interested yeah, in see what, what you have to say about this. Um, Trap game. Right first now. of all, no James Conner. Obviously, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. That's great, great. Great season, great player. Uh, Jalen Samuels is a good starting at running back. Kind of excited to see how he does. Um, up 23-7 at halftime. I understand that they came back and blew that game. The Chargers came back and won that game. But uh, look at the tape. Two missed calls led to two touchdowns. So... I'm pretty upset about that. Uh, normally, I would pick against Pittsburgh again at Oakland, and I'm gonna do that too. I'm picking the Oakland right now. Oh my god! Trap game. I got Oakland winning this game. Oh my god! I can't. I can't. Even, Pittsburgh, I can't even look at you in the eyes. Pittsburgh has lost their last three times on the road at Oakland against bad Oakland teams, so I'm taking Oakland. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Next Negative game, Nelly. Next game. All right. We got um, the Lions at the Cardinals. It's gonna be a shitty game. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think it is. It's just terrible. It's gonna be <laughs> awful. The Cardinals, they were kind of, they kind of dominated the Packers last week, and um, the sole fact, the reason I think the Cardinals are gonna win this week, is because I think the or the Packers are better than the Lions this year, and I think the Cardinals will be able to walk all over the Lions for some reason. I just have it in my head that the Cardinals are gonna do something special at home. You you heard it here first on uh, Bright Lights podcast. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald is going to catch a twenty three yard touchdown to uh, win the game. You heard it here first. It's going to happen. So you got the Cardinals winning. Oh yeah, I have the Cardinals winning. All right. Um, yeah, this is going to be a terrible game. The Lions are <laughs> terrible. Yeah. The Cardinals. I don't care if they beat Green Bay. They're still terrible. 
Uh, yeah, they beat Green Bay. Honestly, I don't think they beat Green Bay because they're better than Green Bay because they're not. They beat Green Bay because Rodgers played very bad, and it was just an overall bad game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know this is the toss-up. I'm going to go with the Lions. Stafford, they need to get that uh, offense going. He needs to prove that he is still a franchise quarterback and deserves that big-ass contract that they paid him a few years ago. Cardinal secondary, not a good one. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions. All right. Uh, shitty game to end on. But uh, now we move to our Sunday night game with my beloved Bears. We host the Rams at Soldier Field prime time. It's going to be a good game. Uh, I this, hope it's this, a good this game. is going to be our real test. Um, can our defense stop an elite offense? We could not stop a average offense last uh, last game last week and I I just hope the Bears bounce back we have true back I'm excited about Trubisky coming back I saw a hype video this morning it I made me ex- it, yes Mahoney sent me it made me very excited give me the chills um it made me so excited that I'm picking the Bears over the Rams and 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 we're and we're gonna win all right okay so here comes uh all right so I want the Bears to win. I want the Bears to win so bad. The way that we played against the Giants, we're going to have to be a thousand times better than that. And I don't know if having Mitch back truly brings us back that much to the fact that we can beat a rolling Rams team. That's why I have the Rams winning. And it pains me to say it, but I've got the Rams winning. So... That means that I break the tiebreaker because you have the Bears winning, you have the Rams winning. So I'm gonna start this off by this is gonna be a fantastic game. You have the best defensive football in Chicago, and probably the best offensive football in the Rams. Um, at Soldier Field, it's gonna be cold, so that's that's a plus for the Bears. Uh, it'll be a good matchup, Whitworth against Khalil Mack. Be excited to see how that goes. One of the better tackles in the league against. Probably the second best pass rusher in the whole league. The best pass rusher in the whole league plays for the Rams. His yeah. name's Aaron Donald. And I don't think the Bears are going to be able to control him and Dante Fowler and all those big boys on that Rams D-line. Uh, Marcus Peters might not play, as you were telling me earlier, PT. That would be a big hit for the Rams defense. Um, I'm going to go with the Bears. I think the Bears are going to win this game at home. It's going to be cold. That Soldier Field is never an easy play to, uh, place to play at. They've already they've already proved once too that they, they can beat a good team at home. I, I still think the Vikings are the Vikings are nowhere near the Rams. Well, no, not at all. But I I still think that prime time they, game they, too. They showed up in a prime time game, and they, they played pretty decent. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking Chicago. Uh, I'll be severely impressed if the Bears win this game. So yeah. So uh, that's just uh, to all our fans out there. If uh, the Bears do end up winning, don't be afraid to shit on Mahoney and our oh, DMs and- on Twitter. Like, I, I do not like the Bears at all. So, like, this is kind of a shock that I'm picking them, but I'm just going with the football pick. I think they are going to win this game. Yeah. If it was in L.A., I don't think at all. Key. I think the Rams would run all over them. Really? Key, two yeah. keys to this game on the offensive side for the Bears. Uh, Whitehair's got to pick up his game. He's got to stop Donald. And then on the defensive, Hicks has got to stop Gurley. you got to stop the run game yeah. at Gurley. And mm-hmm. I think Hicks is, Hicks, is, Hicks is a monster. You know I love him, man. Roquan Smith. I'm excited to see how he does this week. It, it's it's going to be a good game. I think everyone's going to be excited to watch it. And we'll let you know how we feel on uh, Tuesday. We'll be either happy or very, very I sad. I will be here on Tuesday if Pittsburgh loses to Oakland, by the way. I probably will have 
We might we might call you if they lose. <laughs> we might uh. All right, so we're gonna move on to our last game of Week 14. It's our Monday night game. The Vikings are heading out to Seattle to play Seahawks. I think this will be a decent game. I think the Seahawks are playing really good right now. Um, I think the reasons why my, I'm going to pick the Seahawks to win, uh, the Vikings secondary is just banged up, man. They are hurting back there, and Russell Wilson is playing out of his mind. Good for him. So I have the Seahawks winning. Yeah, uh, I, I got Seattle winning too. Um, like you said, Rhodes, basically their best player in the secondary. Bang, has been banged up. Harrison Smith hasn't been playing as good. They don't have Sandejo. So, Sandejo. Uh, Russell Wilson has to play out of his mind to keep Seattle in this playoff hunt because that's, they, they don't really have much over there uh, with like the defense being gone, not that many good offensive weapons. So I got Seattle winning. This will be a big win for them uh, to keep their playoff hopes alive. Quite frankly, I don't think Minnesota is really that good. No, me neither. Uh, Kirk Cousins isn't, hasn't shown anything that he's worth the insane amount of money he got. Their defenses look vulnerable at times. Mm-hmm. They haven't had Cook a lot for this season. So, I got Seattle. I also have Seattle. And uh, quick Mahoney fact coming at you. Saw this online today. And it uh, caught me by surprise a little bit. Kirk Cousins. Do you like that? His record doesn't like that. He's 0-6 all time on Monday Night Football. Wow. And it's going to continue. He'll be 0-7. Okay. Yeah, Vikings they, fans they, don't like that. They gave him way too much. 84. Money. His whole contract's guaranteed. I mean, he has. Uh, a, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not winning the division. Um, so, yeah, I got Seattle. Shaking my head. SMH, Kirk Cousins. Figure it out, buddy. All right. That concludes our picks for NFL Week 14. Um, we're going to start talking about there's been some, just starting to be some stir ups in the MLB with trades and free agents. So, we'll start digging into that. All right, so Mahoney's going to start stirring up the bowl a little bit here. Uh, we're going to put it on the hot stove. So um, today, uh, not too big news, but Jonathan Scope signed a one-year deal with the Twins. Um, I mean, Deegs, do you have any comments on this? I mean, one year, 7.5 mil. 7.5? Yeah. Jesus, I thought it was less than that. I mean, he was supposed to make 10 mil in arbitration, so – that's not that. Uh, that's not that. It's not a bad contract. Scope's betting on himself to be back to bounce back to what he used to be. The Twins are taking a huge bet. Terrible, terrible 2017 season for Jonathan Scope coming off, or 2018 season. Sorry. Yeah, and he was 2017 All Star. All Star in 2017. Yeah. Uh, the Twins. I mean, they're not making the playoffs this year. They're 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 not good. They just need someone to fill in with Dozier's shoes. I thought they were going to try and do that with Mayhew, but I maybe not. I thought they were going to try and bring Dozier back, to be honest with you, but I guess not. So, scope at second, not that big of a deal. Let's move on and talk about something else. Yeah, okay. So, our next debate is going to be on the Cleveland Indians and Carlos Carrasco reaching an agreement today for an extension to uh, 2022 with a club option in 23. Um, I think this was a pretty good move for Cleveland. Uh, I believe that this means now that Either Kluber or Bauer might be out the door. Yeah, um, he's signed until he's 36. Carrasco's a big strikeout pitcher. Um, Cookie. I don't think it's a bad uh, extension, to be honest with you. I think they had to retain him. They weren't going to get as much for him on the trade market as they will for Kluber or Bauer. So, yeah. Uh, like you said, I saw a report earlier that came out, I think it was Bob Nightingale, that 
They are progressively trying to trade either Bauer or Kluber. So uh, I would firmly expect one of those two to be gone. Maybe during the winter meetings this upcoming weekend. Yeah, when it comes to who would you trade for, I mean, take a pick. They're both good players. Bauer's got like four years of contractual control left. Yeah. He's younger. Then, when, but you have to think about it. When he becomes a free agent, he's probably going to make a lot of money. Yeah. And then you look at Kluber, team-friendly deal, proven Cy Young caliber pitcher. He's a little older. I think he's like 31, 32. Yeah. He's going to be a free agent in like two or three years. So, I mean, one of those two will be gone. That's going to be my pretty much no, statement. Yeah, I agree. I, one of those will be gone. Uh, if I had to guess right now, it would be Kluber. Kluber to the yeah, Dodgers. Yeah, I, I agree with Kluber too. What I think, but I could, I would not, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Bauer got traded. Yeah, I think it's going to be Kluber only because Kluber's kind of reached his ceiling in his professional career. I mean, he already has. Does he have one or two Cy Youngs? I think he's got two. So I mean, you're probably not going to see much more out of him. Um, but Bauer, I mean, he's been he was fantastic last year before he got hurt. Oh, Cy Young candidate last year. 100%. I think he would have won the Cy Young if he, if he didn't get hurt. Did he come in fourth? Yeah, and yeah. as with him being hurt. Yeah. So, um, so I think that uh, Bauer's going to stay because he still hasn't reached the ceiling, I believe, yet. And, uh, I mean, on the uh, social media th- side of things, I oh, think, Hall of uh, Hall oh, yeah. of I think Bauer media. has the best. So yeah, it's going to kind of keep him in Cleveland, too. Fans love him. And uh, so that does that with the Indians. Next topic discussion is going to be Paul Goldschmidt being traded to the to the Cardinals. So, with this deal, I don't know. I've heard a lot of mixed things about it. I think it was a good deal for the Diamondbacks for sure going into his last year. Kind of just getting rid of him. But then you look at it and it's like they could have extended him too. But I think the Diamondbacks are just going to tear it down. What do you think, Deeks? Yeah, I mean, you trade the face of your franchise, obviously. You're, you're looking to enter into a rebuild. Uh, this move means that I don't think Arizona thought they could hold on to Goldschmidt and extend him. They, they must were, have had talks with him about it beforehand. Yeah, maybe seeing how much money he wants. He probably couldn't afford him because he's, he's going to make somewhere up within the $250 million range. Maybe three hundred. million. You're talking about a yeah. six-time All-Star, gold glove caliber first baseman. He's, he's a good player. So, uh, good move to the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, I think the Cardinals, Shout out yeah. Draft Neck Mark. He did his uh, standing up and clapping thing. It was a meme all over Twitter yeah. for the Cardinals. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, great move for the Cardinals. He didn't really give up much. Luke Weaver, fantastic rookie year. Declined last year, so yeah. I don't know how well he's going to be. He's probably the best prospect in that trade, honestly. Easily. Carson um, Kelly. Falling off. Falling off. Blocked by Molina. They had to get rid of him at some point. And then Andy Young. Sure, he had a good season in A. But he's 24 years old. Perfect trade piece. Yeah, perfect trade piece. An older guy that breaks out in the minor leagues, mm-hmm. makes it on your top 20, top 30 prospect list. You ship him out. Um, I would expect Arizona to ship Granky out next. And yeah, I honestly think he's going to go to Minnesota. Shed their salary completely. They're going to they're gonna enter a full rebuild. They don't think that they can compete with Colorado and the Dodgers for that divisional team. I don't, I don't know, dude. I mean, last year when their season ended, it seemed like they were going to – Try it again next year, but I guess they kind of just said screw it and found a what they found to be a good trade piece in Goldschmidt and trade him to the Cardinals. Um, I'm not saying it was wrong for them to trade him to the Cardinals, but I think they could have definitely gotten a better haul. Oh yeah, they should have been. They could have gotten Bader, O'Neal, or O'Neal, or anybody. Um, 
I also think that the Cardinals are going to re-sign Goldschmidt to an extension. I think they'll come oh, to yeah. terms with a contractual agreement with him. I don't think they would have traded him or Weaver and all those guys away for him if they didn't believe that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, good trade for the Cardinals. Okay trade for the Diamondbacks. Decent trade for the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Potential with you get Luke Weaver. He they got back. a draft pick out of it, too. And they got that draft pick. You hit gold with something like that. Could be a good trade. Yeah, I guess way. we'll see down the line. But uh, I mean, that Cardinals lineup, it's going to be dangerous next year. Yeah, they get some pitching there. They're right up there with Milwaukee. I Chicago. could see them trading uh, either O'Neal or Bader now, too, for something. Because if you look at it, their outfield is packed. It's loaded with talent. Ozuna, Fowler, Bader. O'Neal right now, and I think they have one more, and I can't think of who it is. Jose Martinez can play the outfield. Jose Martinez, that's who they have on their his, their depth chart right now. They'll probably sign Mustakis. I would think so. They're gonna go after for another third baseman because I don't think they want Carpenter playing third. No, they I definitely think want to play second. second. He's more yeah. comfortable at second. I was kind of surprised with this whole Arizona thing. Um, one, obviously, the fact that they're rebuilding, coming off two seasons ago, they were playing in a wild card game. And they were in first place for the majority of last year in the NL West. But also, why would you trade Goldschmidt now when you could just let him get super hot and trade him the season? Deadline. And then a contender is like super in on him, and they give away something stupid to get him. Yeah, but you know what though? I've never. When was the last time you saw a deadline deal get you a big haul? Like when somebody's in their last year of their contract, because I mean, the other oh, team's gonna. Yeah, that's true. Last year the contract probably not. But yeah, I mean. It could also have been like Goldschmidt has a proven track record. The Cardinals didn't yeah. need to wait for him to go off to go and go. I think he's going to hit some tanks at Bush. I, I mean, he might be putting some in Big Mac land. I think he's going to terrorize the Reds pitching. That guy is going to be playing in Cincinnati 19 times a, or eight or nine times a year. He's going to be playing at Wrigley with the wind, the ball's going to oh, jump. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, he's going to hit, I would probably assume, 40 plus bombs this year. Yeah, I guess And terrorize the NL Central. Yeah. Yeah, no, the Cardinals, this would be, they might be the best division in baseball besides the AL East. Yeah, or even the NL East now, too. So. Yeah, true. Um, so I think that does it with Goldschmidt. And then our last topic of discussion for the night is uh, Jose Abreu trade oh, we, rumors. We got one more, too. Oh, we got one more. All right, so last baseball talk, right? No. Okay, never mind. Okay, so Jose Abreu, trade rumors coming out with my beloved White Sox. And I've been. Saying this for about a year now, White Sox fans, I understand we love Abreu, but it is time to ship him out the door for, I think, multiple reasons. One, I get he was hurt last year, but even when he was healthy, he didn't produce. Um, I think he's aging. I the fact I know he says that he's 31, but I think he might be a couple years older. You never With know. Abreu, we could get a decent haul for him, and I think that haul could possibly... I mean, the Dodgers' farm system is pretty loaded. Yeah, they got a good farm system. And I even heard today that there might be reason for them to trade Bueller. No. I don't think so. That would be incredibly dumb. And their front, their front office is really smart. Uh-huh. And, I, I mean, if they were reluctant to give up Gavin Lux for Machado, yeah, I, I, if they're going to give up Bueller, like, they're literally going to give him up for, like, the best available player possible. If they get Kluber, do you think that they'll think no. about trading Bueller? No. The Indi- Indians will ask for Bueller, but they will they will say no. Okay. That's how much they value Walker Bueller, and it's deserving. That dude's a stud. He's yeah. gonna be so good. See, I always thought if we were gonna trade a Bray, we'd be dealing with the Rockies, but not I had the, him going to the Rockies. Yeah, same. But 
the fact that now the Dodgers and White Sox talks are increasing, I would love to see a deal with the Dodgers, not only for my bias because uh, my favorite baseball player is Jack Peterson on the Dodgers. Uh, shout out Jack Peterson. Uh, by the way, I hope he finds his pet parrot. His pet parrot got stolen. Kind of interesting. No, kind what of, a dick move. Yeah, kind of an interesting. How do you uh, steal someone's parrot? Dude? I don't know. That just ruined my day. That yeah. is a dick move. That, that parrot is probably like screaming, "Jock, jock, jock!" And John. now it's the wrong fucking guy. Yeah, so, so that's cool. Um, so poor Jock. I hope everything works out. He just had a new kid too. So shout out to the Peterson family. Congrats on the kid. Um, I hope to see you in a White Sox jersey soon. Um, Jose Abreu, buddy. We had fun. It was a fun time, but uh, I think it's time for you to take your check and uh, see you later. Just get out of town, buddy. Get out of town. Yeah, after your eulogy, tell them <laughs> like the guy died or something. Um, well, his south side career is dead. He's been in the league for five years. He's hit 30 plus bombs Four years. Times. No, he hasn't. 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. I'm literally looking at it right now. I wouldn't count 18. He played like 50 games. He played 128 games. No way. I'm looking at it right now. He had five All right, sorry, Jose Abreu. I'm sorry that uh, I was ripping on your Three-plus years, 30-plus bombs, 100 RBIs in every single year but last year, and he would have gotten it if his season wasn't cut short for an unfortunate injury. Yeah, ball sack injury. Yeah, that's that's just rough. Poor guy. Uh, he's still a good hitter. I mean, the OBP career-wise is above 350. 295 average 295 career. average, yeah. 869 OPS. 138 OPS plus. So, I mean, the power's there. I would, He could definitely help out the I Dodgers. I could see him hitting 50 home runs if he got traded to Colorado. But, I mean, if you look at the prospect pool, the Dodgers, Dodgers have more. much more rich farm system to tap into than Colorado. Um, I mean, that you got to trade him. He's blocking Eloy, I guess, if you guys are going to play Eloy at first base for the future. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking we're going to do. You don't want to lose him for nothing. No. In arbitration or free agency or whatnot. I mean, so, yeah, he's only got one year left on his contract. I could see it being kind of like a Goldschmidt deal. You trade him away, see what you can get for him. Uh, yeah. Han's been a good GM. I think he'll find a good deal. And if he doesn't find it, he'll keep looking. And if not, then looks like is going to be on the White Sox for at least, I would say. Until the deadline. Deadline, yeah. yeah. Um, so, our last topic, you forgot to mention it, Uvalde. Oh Good yeah, you both. I yeah. just got a notification. It's official. It is Six okay. year or four years, sixty-eight mil. Pretty the, good with the Red Sox. I mean, you you bring back deserves it. Yeah, guys yeah. had two Tommy Johns. I don't care. He throws gas. You bring back your um, the guy who essentially dominated the postseason for you was mm-hmm. fantastic in the World Series. Uh, I saw a stat today that last year Valdi threw twenty-seven pitches of over hundred miles an hour. Not a single person other than him threw more. And half of that from a starting pitcher. So oh, okay. 100 miles an hour plus 27 pitches as a starter. Nobody came even close to that. No one came over half. I think Syndergaard was closest with like seven or eight. So that's absurd. Wow. He's, yeah, it's a He's really nasty. Pick. Great pickup for the Red Sox. Guy flails out as a starter. I think with that pickup, they are back to World Series favorites. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. He, if he doesn't uh, pan out as a starter, throw him in the bullpen. Let him come out throwing 102. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, one more thing before we end this thing, close it out. You got anything else on Uvalde? Uvalde? No. Just a good pickup by the Red Sox. Um, as a podcast, we want to send our prayers and condolences to Alex Smith. Um, oh, yeah. If you guys didn't hear, surgery went wrong. Yeah. He's got an infection now. Might not ever play football again. Yeah, it sucks. Similar situation to what happened with Zach Miller a few years ago for the Bears. Yeah. Just Smith might lose his life. So, um, 
I mean, guy's been a good quarterback ever since he came in the league with the 49ers and the Chiefs, and he was pretty good this year. So that sucks. You hate to see that. Um, yeah, definitely see a good quarterback go down like that. See anybody go down like that for that matter. So you don't. You just don't want to see that in general. It's just. It's just. It just sucks. It really does. Yeah, so we, we hope you bounce back, Alex. Hopefully one day we'll see you back on the playing field. But uh, that's all we got for you guys today, right? Anything else? Yeah, no, just hey, uh, tune into that uh, Thursday night game and uh, have a good night. Yeah, watch that terrible Jacksonville Titans game and see which one of us got that pick right. But uh, that's all we have. Episode 4 is over. Episode 5 comes next Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, Wednesday will be out, yep. Comes out Wednesday. Follow us on Twitter. We got a bunch of new Twitter followers now. So thank you guys for that. That definitely helped out a lot. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Perfect.